Hey everyone, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I'm Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 265 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we're reading John 16 through 18, as well as Psalm 110. Let's go. I have told you these things to keep you from stumbling. They will ban you from the synagogues. In fact, a time is coming when anyone who kills you will think he's offering service to God. They will do these things because they haven't known the Father or me. But I've told you these things so that when their time comes, you will remember I told them to you. I didn't tell you these things from the beginning because I was with you. But now I'm going away to him who sent me. And not one of you asks me, where are you going? Yet, because I have spoken these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I'm telling you the truth. It is for your benefit that I go away. Because if I don't go away, the counselor will not come to you. If I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will convict the world about sin, righteousness, and judgment. About sin, because they do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I'm going to the Father and you will no longer see me. And about judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. I still have many things to tell you, but you can't bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak his own, but he will speak whatever he hears. He will also declare to you what is to come. He will glorify me, because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything the father has is mine. This is why I told you that he takes from what is mine and will declare it to you. A little while and you will no longer see me. Again, a little while and you will see me. Then some of his disciples said to one another, what is this he's telling us? A little while and you will not see me. Again, a little while and you will see me. And because I'm going to the father, they said, what is this he's saying? A little while, we don't know what he's talking about. Jesus knew they wanted to ask him, and so he said to them, Are you asking one another about what I said? A little while, and you will not see me. Again, a little while, and you will see me. Truly, I tell you, you will weep and mourn, but the world will rejoice. You will become sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn to joy. When a woman is in labor, she has pain because her time has come. When she has given birth to a a child, she no longer remembers the suffering because of the joy that person has been born into the world. So you also have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Your hearts will rejoice and no one will take away your joy from you. In that day, you will not ask me anything. Truly, I tell you anything you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you've asked for nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive so that your joy may be complete. I've spoken these things to you in figures of speech, A time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. On that day, you will ask in my name, and I am not telling you that I will ask the Father on your behalf. For the Father himself loves you, because you've loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I'm leaving the world and going to the Father. The disciples said, look, now you're speaking plainly and not using any figurative speech or language. Now we know that You know everything and don't need anyone to question you. By this, we believe that you came from God. Jesus responded to them, Do you now believe? Indeed, an hour is coming and has come when each of you will be scattered to his own home and you will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you will have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. Jesus spoke these things, looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you. Since you gave him authority over all flesh so that he may give eternal life to everyone you have given him. 
This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and the one you've sent, Jesus Christ. I have glorified you on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, glorify me in your presence with that glory I had with you before the world existed. I have revealed your name to the people you gave me from the world. They were yours, you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you, because I have given them the words you gave me. They have received them and have known for certain that I came from you. They have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those you've given me, because they are yours. Everything I have is yours, and everything you have is mine. I'm glorified in them. I no longer live in the or I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I'm coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by your name that you have given me, so that may be one, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I was protecting them by your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them is lost except the son of destruction, so that scripture may be fulfilled. Now I'm coming to you, and I speak these things in the world so that they may have joy, my joy completed in them. I've given them your word. The world hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I am not praying that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. I sanctify myself for them so that they also may be sanctified by the truth. We are in this world and Jesus is sending us out into it to make a difference, to be um, ambassadors, to be advocates for the kingdom, to to um, tell people about him, to deliver the gospel message, to be love, to be truth, to be life, and and to to point people to him. We're not here on this earth to simply be in the four walls of the safety of the church building, which who knows how much longer that's going to be safe anyway, right? Like that's just what it is. Um, but we're here to make a difference. God, Jesus himself did not ask God to take us out, but to protect us. And um, that's huge. I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word. May they all be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe you sent me. I've given them the glory you've given me so that they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me so that they may be made completely one, that the world may know you've sent me and have loved them as you've loved me. Father, I want those you've given me to be with to be with me where I am so that they will see my glory, which you've given me because you love me before the world's foundation. Righteous Father, the world has not known you. However, I have known you and they have known that you sent me. I made your name known to them and will continue to make it known so that the love you have loved me with may be in them and I may be with them. After Jesus had said these things, he went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley where there was a garden and he and his disciples went into it. Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place because Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas took a company of soldiers and some officials from the chief priests and the Pharisees and came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing everything that was about to happen to him, went out and said to them, Who is it that you're seeking? Jesus of Nazareth, they answered. I am he, Jesus told them. Judas, who betrayed him, was also standing with them. When Jesus told them, I am he, they stepped back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, who is it that you're seeking? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. 
I told you I am he, Jesus replied. So if you're looking for me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the words he had said. I've not lost one of those you've given me. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it, struck the high priest servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. At that, Jesus said to Peter, put your sword away. Am I not to drink the cup the father has given me? Then the company of soldiers, the commander and the Jewish officials arrested Jesus and tied him up. First, they led him to Annas, since he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jews it would be better for one man to die for the people. Simon Peter was following Jesus, as was another disciple. That disciple was an acquaintance of the high priest, so he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard. But Peter remained standing outside by the door. So the other disciple, the one known to, to the high priest, went out and spoke to the girl who was the doorkeeper and brought Peter in. Then the servant girl who was the doorkeeper said to Peter, you aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? I'm not, he said, denial number one. Now the servants and the officials had made a charcoal fire because it was cold. They were standing there warming themselves and Peter was standing with them warming himself. The high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. I've spoken openly to the world, Jesus answered him. I've always taught in the synagogue and in the temple where all the Jews congregate, and I haven't spoken anything in secret. Why do you question me? Question those who heard what I told them. Look, they know what I said. When he said these things, one of the officials standing by slapped Jesus, saying, Is this the way you answer the high priest? If I've spoken wrongly, Jesus answered him, give evidence about the wrong. But if rightly, why do you hit me? Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing, warming himself. They said to him, you aren't one of the disciples too, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. That's number two. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, said, didn't I see you with him in the garden? Peter denied it again. There's three. And immediately a rooster crowed. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas to the governor's headquarters. It was early morning. They did not enter the headquarters themselves. Otherwise, they would be defiled and unable to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and said, What charge do you bring against this man? They answered him, If this man weren't a criminal, we wouldn't have handed him over to you. Pilate told them, You take him and judge him according to your law. It's not legal for us to put anyone to death, the Jews declared. They said this so Jesus' words might be fulfilled, indicating what kind of death he was going to die. Then Pilate went back into the headquarters, summoned Jesus, and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Are you asking this on your own, or have others told you about me? I'm not a Jew, am I? Pilate replied. Your own nation and the chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? My kingdom is not of this world, said Jesus. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I wouldn't be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. You are a king then, Pilate asked. You say that I'm a king, Jesus replied. I was born for this, and I've come into the world for this, to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Here's a question of the ages. What is truth? said Pilate. After he had said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no grounds for charging him. You have a custom that I release one prisoner to you at the Passover. So do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They shouted back, not this man, but Barabbas. 
Now, Barabbas was a revolutionary. Every time I read <laughs> this passage, this the account of the final days of Jesus, the final hours of Jesus, really, um, it it does a lot. It does a lot in my spirit. Psalm 110, this is the declaration of the Lord, my Lord. I'm sorry. This is the declaration of the Lord to my Lord. Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord will extend your mighty scepter from Zion. Rule over your surrounding enemies. Your people will volunteer on your day of battle. And holy splendor from the womb of the dawn, the dew of your youth belongs to you. The Lord has sworn an oath and will not take it back. You are a priest forever, according to the pattern of Melchizedek. The Lord is at your right hand. He will crush kings on the day of his anger. He will judge the nations, heaping up corpses. He will crush leaders over the entire world. He will drink from the brook by the road. Therefore, he will lift up his head. And that is all for today's reading, friends. Come back tomorrow as we will continue to read the Bible together every day. See ya.